Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 Anajar and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Everybody want to see everybody improve. So when you got a team like that, that mentality, uh, it's the nature of it. You know, we got a chance, we got an opportunity to build something new, something different. We're a totally different team now this year. And now we got a chance to, to show that, to express that, to get people to start to believe in what we have going on. So to be a part of that, to be a part of a team that's going to make history, there's no, it's no better feeling. That's why I love being here. That's, not, that's why I know they love being here. And plus, what's better than Florida? So, you know, I love it. I love it. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to look good all 2021. You know, the summer's coming up here. You know, the best thing I have to say is get bumpy. And we're going to be bumpy all 2021. So, uh, you know, we love it. You're buying into it. You said be bumpy? Yeah, I didn't get that one. Be bumpy. Where's Austin when you need him? We need your help. Can you play that back, Coos? Well, not yet. Don't do it just yet. Just the whole thing? No, or? just the end part. By the way, that's Shaq Griffin with Ashland Sullivan from Jaguars.com. Uh, they are uh, sharing that sound with us today. Uh, the big deal, by the way, off of the Jags, big story, is attendance. <laughs> and phase two, uh, voluntary, and the Jags have... A lot of people there. Now, this used to be around here a big story if people weren't there. Correct. <laughs> but it's a big story when a lot of people are there, especially in this day and age, because last year we didn't have one of uh, this time of year because of the pandemic. And a lot of the players believe that we don't need this time of year. Yeah. And so the fact that the Jags have a lot, th- that does say something about the buy-in to Urban Meyer, to Trevor Lawrence, to what the Jags are doing. And Shaq Griffin, that you just heard him, he thinks that too. And uh, you got to love the energy of Shaq Griffin. But listen to what he says at the end. I want you to interpret. What does this mean? Mm-hmm. And plus, what's better than Florida? So, <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to look good all 2021. You know, the summer's coming up here. You know, the best thing I have to say is get bumpy. And we're going to be bumpy all 2021. So, uh, you know, we love it. You're buying into it. <laughs> You don't know. Get bumpy? Does that mean like like when you're at the beach and you gotta have a, you gotta be looking good? Like I got I need my my bicep showing, my pecs. Is that bumpy? Get Is that bump- what he meant? Because he kind of put it in the summer hot kind of summer fun realm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Am that, I onto that, something here? Uh, that's what I would say. Yeah. You don't know. Just admit it. You don't know. Like you're supposed to be the cool guy and you don't know. No, no comment. No, I, I, I think it means just yeah, you're, you're getting wild. You know, you're getting you're having fun. That's all I'm gonna say. You're not allowed to say. Should, should he have not said it, or is there a bad context to this? I, I think it just means getting wild. Let's just say that. Should I not tweet this out? <laughs> no, tweet it out, dude. You got it. <laughs> is there tweet, tweet is it out. a tweet? slang dictionary that you're ta- whoa, 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 looking up? No, you, you're good to go. Tweet it out. <laughs> If, you, if, if Jaguars can send it that word, you can say it as well. Oh, really? Yes. You're good. You're fine. What's the context he put it in again? What? Getting bumpy? <laughs> yes, get bumpy. Kuz, play it one more time, please. Kuz, <laughs> have you now figured out what it means? No. You know, the summer's coming up here. You know, the best thing I have to say is get bumpy. And we're going to be bumpy all 2021. So, uh, you know, we love it. You're buying into it. <laughs> I love it. Now I can't wait to find out the real thing. No, it's, it's nothing. It's nothing. There, no, you're all good, man. I, I think he just means, you know, having fun. 
getting bumpy. <laughs> As you look over the goose. <laughs> All right. How, how am I? Okay. What Should we I take mean? a quick commercial break just so you can share this with me? <laughs> where, where, where do you go to? Yeah, so this was uh, UCF Bounce House. Oh, is this is where? It's Shai Quarterman. Oh, no, it's no, it's uh, no, it's, it's, no. It's, it's Chicago Griffin. Oh, okay. I thought it was Quarterman. Well, then I don't know what Griffin's talking about. Then I'm sure he's okay. There. But good. it would have a different meaning if it was Shaq Quarterman saying it. Just tweet it out, Brent. <laughs> Just tweet it out. I've said too much. If it, take take that for how you want to take it. If you get where I was going with it, you know. Hey, if you know, you know why I brought up Shaq uh, Quarterman. Yes. If you don't, you don't, and it's all good. But anyways, please, please, please tweet Bumpy, and let's uh, move on with our lives. It's fine. It's not a big deal. It's not. Well, you're trying to make it into a big deal. Yeah, it's not a big deal. I just want to know if I was supposed to dump that. No, you're fine. Okay. I, I think depending on the region, it, it could mean different types of things, but I think with what he was referring to, you're all good. I just... You tweeted it. I tweeted at him. <clears throat> what does get bumpy mean, Shaquille Griffin? <laughs> That's it. Yes. Like, uh, I mean, it's... it's he. I think he means getting wild, getting, you know, like having fun. Well, that's what I interpreted, yes. too. I Correct. Mean, Correct. Again, if you go back to it, he put it in like a, a summery kind of feel, which yeah. is, that, that's that vibe. It's a summer, man, hanging out, doing some margaritas, getting bumpy. Now, he was playing on the West Coast. Is there a West Coast interpretation of there this might that be. you're digging up? There might be. No, if, if I was going to bring the interpretation, I was thinking it was, it's, it's an East Coast thing. Okay. It's a Southeast Coast thing. Take, once again, I, I've, I've given the hints. I've played the breadcrumbs. I don't want to get into it. So can we get into a new subject, please? Sure. Right. Uh, he's an energy guy, Griffin. Yes. You can feel he's excited. First of all, he is a huge Florida guy. Like yeah. it, he, he, it's a big deal when he came back here. Coming home was a big thing, yeah. a big part of it. But what – they need that guy. They need mm-hmm. that energy guy. Mm-hmm. They need positive vibes. They really do. Mm-hmm. Whether it's get bumpy or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they need that. <laughs> we need that in Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah, for you sure. Know? For and, sure. And you can I think he's one of those guys that can help shape that that room a bit. Now you gotta play well too, mm-hmm. and he's gotta live up to the contract. Uh, but this is a this is a, a defense that went from having such a personality. Mm-hmm. In 17 and 18, had Saxonville and all that, and we're going to make 30 for 30s about him. Yeah. To having no swag whatsoever, mm-hmm. instead being the bad story, and quite frankly, not a lot of personality, because when you're not that good, you can't have personality. Yeah. So I'm not telling you there's defense going to be great. I don't know what it's going to be, but I think personality helps. You know, I think you got, I think there's a little bit of that with Miles Jack. I think there's a little bit of that with Josh Allen. I think they, play with some personality and success breeds a little bit more of it i don't know enough about a lot of the new defensive linemen that they signed to see if we'll see that personality come out but i do think in that back end with a guy like griffin uh, that does help keep in mind like even now we'll see with cisco and these young players i think it takes a little bit for them now some of them will, will come in there right away and you'll feel that but like jared wilson's a good player in my opinion i think he's a fine player but he doesn't have a lot of personality back there. He's not going to be that guy, right? Mm-hmm. He's going to go make a play, and then he's going to go line up. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes on defense, going to make a play and then telling everybody about it, it's not a bad thing. No, that's what you, you need, know? man. I mean, that, yeah, yeah see, and we've been over this before a little bit. I think, I mean, last year you could pick apart a lot of things that was wrong with that defense. 
One of the things that you can pick apart was, and once again, we don't want to give Jalen Ramsey too much credit, but we watched what Jalen Ramsey did for the Rams, right? He he brought a swagger. He brought an attitude with himself to L.A., and now they have that. Not to say Aaron Donald can't bring that, because once again, Aaron Donald probably best defensive line in the NFL, so he brings it as well. But Jalen Ramsey brought a little extra to that. Last year, I mean, and I know, like, Wingard was doing his thing, right, and he's jaw-jacking and he's letting everybody know about it. That's fine, man, but, like, you know, it's one thing if it's just that's who you are, but it's another thing where if you make that big play and then you let them know about it. Yeah. But, you know, like, I mean, with, with the Wingard, it would be like, okay, the, the guy caught a first down, but, like, you had a nice tackle and it, you drove him back, but it's a first down. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. It's not like you had an interception and you threw it at the ball in the end zone. You know, like, there's there's different variables. There's yeah. different levels to there this. There wasn't one set. play that Wingard made that was a game-changing play. Exactly. Is Correct, correct. Jalen did. Exactly. And that's the difference, I think, of possibly last year to this year now, is you're going to have more of those, you know, we can call them dogs. We we can call them yeah. We can call the bumpies, whatever you want to call them, <laughs> but just dudes that are that are re- the bumpies, but dudes that are ready to play, right? And dudes that they're going to have fun. They're going to make plays, but they're going to let you know that they made the plays. That's what I want out of a defense, Brent. Uh, let me ask you this, though. You think how much will Urban welcome that? He has to. Personality. See, again, this is an interesting dissection of what he did in college. I mean, there were a lot of personalities down there in Gainesville, mm-hmm. almost too many and too mm-hmm. much stuff, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. There was less of that at Ohio State. Not to say not personality, but there was less stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I wonder where he falls in terms of the – yeah, the, the, the let, let those guys play, man. Let those guys have fun. I would think he welcomes every bit of it. Yeah, you have to. Uh, because, you know, I think at the college game, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how to compare the college game to the NFL game in terms of celebrations, in terms of energy. Like, it's probably a horse apiece. It's close. But, like, you get the sense that you, you well, see. you can get scolded quicker in college for Of course. It, you know? uh, of course. You but can't throw a guy's shoe. Can't throw a guy's <laughs> shoe. Don't act like you're urinating in the end zone. Yes. You know, we've come on. Now, uh, anywhere you can. quicker to a penalty in college, most likely. Correct. Correct. So, uh, I think Urban Meyer's going to encourage that. I think Joe Cullen is going to encourage that. Because that's the funny thing about Joe Cullen. Is he's, you'd say he's old, he's old school through and through. Yeah, yeah. Can yell at you. But I also think, like, he demands that you have fun. And, like, if you, if you watched the Ravens at all last year, their defensive line, like, they, they had some characters. They yeah. had some, they, they were having fun, though. You know, like, they're they're working hard, I'm sure, and training camp was what it was, but they also had fun. And, and that's what you have to do. Most coaches are pretty good with it unless it, it goes over the edge and then it starts becoming 15-yard penalties. True. Well, right. I would say Bill Belichick said that. I mean, do you see a lot of... Well, that's fair. Yeah. Except up Gronkowski. Well, <laughs> was, yeah, but he did. Him, got, like, no, the free pass. Now, he let Gronkowski do his thing. Yeah, true. Right? True. I mean... True. Maybe nobody else felt comfortable doing it. Gronkowski just didn't care. <laughs> he, didn't, yeah, he was right? so naive. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, and, but in fairness, Belichick let Gronk be Gronk. True. He did. It, I don't think he held that back or Gronk just said, I don't care. True. One of the two. Yeah. I, I think Bill Belichick understood what Gronk was and he wasn't going to make him change. Yeah. yeah. I, but I, I do think personality in football matters and it, it comes in all different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Calais had a, it had a personality to him, right? Mm-hmm. He wasn't sitting there doing dances and getting penalties and all that stuff yeah but he and wasn't even in guys faces yeah but just a big guy smile you know even after he just crushed somebody yeah. said a lot about his personality and kind of helped give a personality to the defense mm-hmm. so it comes in different different ways in my opinion but i i just listening every time i listen to shaq griffin talk bumpy or not i think <laughs> i just think i'm like that's that guy like, yeah. they need some more of those guys. They really do. They, they need some of that, especially on the defensive side of the football. Uh, you know, I will say this. 
I think Leonard Fournette offensively gave them the personality. Mm-hmm. What he did in Pittsburgh, uh, what's his name? Mike was his first name. Uh, the safety. When he called him on. Um, um, yeah. I forget his name now. But, but not, Mike, not, not, not Fitzpatrick. No, nah, it, was um, it was before. Yeah, it was before. But, yeah, but either way. Yeah. But, like, if you listen to a mic'd up segment with Leonard Fournette, mm-hmm. he'd be at the bottom of the pile after just getting crushed by eight guys laughing, like giggling. Yeah. <laughs> like, Which is intimidating <laughs> yeah, itself. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's. So, like, I think there is something about football that's. Yeah, you got to. It's, it's, listen, it's a business. It's a game. It's violent. It's all that stuff. But sooner or later, you got to show up. It, it's also fun. And you have fun. And, and on both sides of the ball. And the more you can do that. Uh, the better you are. And, uh, like, I really think that's where baseball has taken a huge leap in the last, like, year and a half, two years. Correct. I think those guys are having fun. Did you see the other day, like, uh, Chris Bryant left a Twix bar in left field yeah, for yeah, Schwarber? Yeah, yeah. Like, I was seriously thinking, I was like, that stuff hasn't happened on a base. Like, they're comfortable enough to do that stuff. Like, that's mm-hmm. a story you'd read about from, like, the 1920s or 30s. Yeah. Like, they, guys weren't doing that in the even the 80s and the 90s, it didn't feel like. Yeah. And definitely in the early 2000s. And now we have players that are willing to, to have some fun and Bring do Bring back stuff, the right? old school, man, in every locker room. Like, yeah. let's have Marlboro cigarettes waiting for every player, you know, smoke them up at halftime if you got to yeah. do it. Like, we see good old days. We see a player vaping in the outfield, <laughs> then we have a problem. <laughs> Zach Wilson's vaping. On the sideline. Urban Meyer's attempt to relate to the modern era NFL players, the modern era person in general. Hey, we're gonna have vapes on the sidelines if you need them. Oh man. Uh, so anyway, I, I that's every time I hear uh, Shaq Griffin talk, I think of yeah, I think of that, which I I think, and that's cool. I think it's a big part of it. I think it's going to be a, a very important part yeah. of this. Again, I look at some certain players that are important parts of the turnaround. Mm. They spent over forty million dollars on Shaq Griffin. He needs to play well for them. They mm-hmm. need to be right on that acquisition. And it was important because they needed that position. Mm-hmm. And now they have some depth at the position. But he's going to be the veteran guy with a couple of young guys in, in Campbell and Henderson. And so it, there's a lot on his plate uh, to deliver. And uh, it'll be it'll be uh, fun to watch him uh, deliver and do just that. So the Jags, again, the big story out of there is, say, they have uh, a lot of people there. Yeah. And that's kind of how we got onto this. I don't. I think it feels like a middle of the May. Nobody said anything new on Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Tim Tebow hasn't been signed. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Story. Like, it feels like that kind of story to for me. For sure, for sure. But I do think there's an under... Internally, that's probably a way bigger story to the coaching staff and the and the leaders of that team and, and everybody trying to fix this thing and turn this thing around than it probably is outside the building. I think sometimes you have bigger stories outside the building. <clears throat> Tebow. Then maybe inside the building. <laughs> and then I think you have sometimes bigger stories inside the building yeah. than outside. And I think this story of it's, good attendance phase two, all this stuff, I think is a big story inside. And that's important probably internally. No, it is. It, it's guys buying in. And that's the biggest thing right now that you want from a first-year coach is guys believing what you do and guys buying in. Now, keep in mind, I mean, you've been through an off-season workout, workouts, and then you've been through rookie minicamp. Like, there's still a long ways to go in terms of getting everybody on board and getting that message across. But as far as almost having perfect attendance, yeah, I mean, I think it warrants the discussion definitely um, in that stadium, in that locker room. From our perspective, it's cool to talk about, but I get what you're saying. I mean, it's the, it's not really the biggest deal from our perspective. I think bumpy, what that means, is even more of a bigger deal. <laughs> And by the way, whether well, yeah, well, whether it means you know getting in a fight or you know having fun, so or something else. Christopher on the stream says um, that 
he thinks that yeah, it's getting about, in a fight. Yeah, yeah. He, hitting every every play, dominating the game physically. He says the art of the bump. <laughs> yep. Yeah, getting yeah, just you know, it's the it's the masculinity, it's the physicality. It's getting well, that bumpy. makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it's not having your shirt off at the beach. <laughs> no, I guess not. No, I mean, but technically, like, if you're kind bumpy, of you like to ride. Yeah, it depending, kind of depending what kind of depends beach guy you are. Yeah, it depends what time at the beach yeah, it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or the time at the beach bar. Of course, now you're talking. <laughs> yeah, the the, the so beach bar is good bumpy. I wasn't that far off in a way. No, no, you're good. You're good. So uh, are we making bumpy shirts? I like it. I mean, do you want I'm me flexing on there? Well, I, I I don't know how a bumpy shirt would well, work. I'm just seeing I mean, if this should be a thing. So here's the thing, Brent. I'm gonna need you to hit up your boy Dave Cobble, get Shad Khan's number, because Shad Khan specializes in what bumpers. He does. Oh, his new slogan for his thing should be "Get Bumpy." With for for his well, slogan, Flexigate or for the franchise? No, for, for, forget the franchise. I'm talking I'm talking billions. I'm talking his his bumper company. But the problem it is with be, the bumpers, you don't want to be bumpy because I, no, hey, I probably don't need to go through Caldwell to get shots. Oh, you got Shotgun's number? Yeah, that's all right. Oh, you I got it? Go. Yeah, that's what well, right excuse now. me. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, do you really? You, you want you want to miss your cell phone? Well, uh, let me see your cell phone quick. I'm, I, 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 can I can't share end. that number. I can play tight end. We're going to put it on the stream. Don't worry about it. Um, but no. So, yeah. Sh- I, I'm Shad Khan for Flexingate. And Flexingate, our bumpers, they stay bumpy. I mean, Brent. Brent. I'll, I'll call Tony Khan right now. I'm How about the just word. simply get bumpy? Oh, get bumpy. Get bumpy with Flexingate. I mean, what do you want? Get bumpy with Flexingate. What do you want? Mr. Khan, what more do you want from me? Let me come on that yacht at least once, please. <laughs> yes. They I'm should get you, us an invite on the yacht. I'm giving you billion-dollar ideas. To that, you get don't bumpy want the ocean to be bumpy while you're on the yacht. Yeah. Yeah. Do that, too, as hey. well? Uh, just just for the record, Yeah. I don't know if this is breaking news, Yeah. but... Shad's also had a couple billion dollar ideas. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, uh, hey, hey, and that's fine. But but uh, you, you know what's cooler than a couple billion dollars? Another billion dollars. Another couple billion dollars. Is Rick on the phone? Austin Lane, executive Shad Khan consultant at least. Oh, we got Submarine Mike in again. Hey, the ice, let's get him on. Let's see if he's getting bumpy before the ice. Getting bumpy. What's up, Submarine Mike? Who is hey guys, big, who's I don't the know Pittsburgh if I'm getting Steelers guy that uh, Fournette ran over. Mike who? <laughs> Mitchell. It was Mike Mitchell. Mitchell. It was Mike Mitchell. Uh, yeah. Right, got it. But I'm not an African American man, so it's not me. Um, <laughs> I'm the I'm the exact. I'm short and fat. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Austin, I have to take umbrage or something you said in the first segment about the hardest trophy win in sports. It is not the Lombardi Trophy, my friend. It is the Stanley Cup. Sure. No, I mean, I'm I'm not, I think, okay, what I meant to say is I think the the NFL Lombardi trophy is harder to win than the NBA title. But yeah, I, I agree the, with you. The, the the Stanley Cup can be a, definitely a hard one to get as well. Well, hey, Brent, what league is your son in in baseball? What league is he in? Well, he played high school ball this year. Yeah, well, whatever league he's in, that's tougher to win than the NBA title. Uh, the NBA is, you know. Well, you know what? High school baseball around here, you might have a point. It's not a bad point. <laughs> Hey, Iceman, go for another one tonight. They're in fourth place, side for the final playoff spot. Get that whiteboard out, Submarine Mike. Oh, I got the whiteboard. I'm even I'm to the point I'm heckling the play-by-play of the Orlando Solar Bears on Twitter. <laughs> I like and, it. Uh, and, and the uh, Greenville Swamp Rabbits play-by-play guy. 
with whiteboards and gifts on Twitter, and they're love. They they're they're playing along and having fun, and they're talking crap back. It's all in good fun. I like it. But, Summary uh, Mike already in so, playoff form. Yes, good. The playoffs haven't started yet. I like it, man. All right, man. Appreciate the call. Uh, Ten Sorry. games to go, by the way, for the Iceman. Uh, they'll play tonight at the arena. Go check it out, and they are playing very well. This again, this is gonna be one heck of a comeback if they do finish it off and make the postseason. I think tied for a playoff spot right now with Orlando. They are tied to that fourth and final playoff spot, so yeah. it's a big deal. Let's get South Beach Gary in uh, before he hit the break uh, here on a. Wednesday edition of Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. What's up, man? Hey, guys. A couple of things. Uh, first, I, I like your PGA championship predictions before the end of the show. And the other thing is uh, Morgan Moses uh, has asked for a trade, and Washington has granted him permission. Is that someone Jags should consider for the offensive line for right tackle? He's only making a little over $7 million a year. Reasonable, reasonable by today's NFL standards. Should show the Jags look into that, and I'll hang up and listen. Thanks, Thanks South Beach. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, I saw that, and I thought the same thing. I think every time an offensive tackle, <laughs> I kind of anticipate the questions coming, yeah. but I also think about it. I wonder how much the Jags think about it. Mm-hmm. You know, do they think about, hey, can we, should we upgrade? I think here's the problem for the Jags in that sense. I don't. Th- if you ask the question, can you upgrade? I think the answer is probably. Uh, yes, uh, I think. Well, maybe this is a possible upgrade. I I, I don't know. I, I I don't know where this guy rates. Sure. Obviously, made good money. He started like every game since fifteen, I think. So he's very durable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, you go Orlando Brown. If you weren't gonna upgrade with Orlando Brown, to me, it's like, well, now let's see what you got. Correct. And so once they didn't go that way or couldn't get that done or di- weren't even interested in get that done, when you go fourteen million dollars on Cam Robinson, you're committed, man. I mean, you made your choice. You made your bet. You committed to $14 million. Now, you got Walker Little in the draft as well, so that's a cheap backup plan. I also believe the Jags still need to be committed to Jawan Taylor for now. They invested a second-round pick, and I understand this wasn't Urban Meyer's pick. I get it. But it's not – you can't, You don't just find tackles, though, everywhere. You yeah. have to make sure this guy isn't good. True. Like, I think it's very important to make sure – now, I hope that doesn't mean, you know, Trevor Lawrence getting face-planted, mm-hmm. but you have to find out if Jawan Taylor – is good, bad, someone you can work with down the road, whatever. That might take three games. It might take a whole season. I'm less interested in the Jaguars trying to find any other tackles. I think they have enough on their roster, and they have to see what's on their roster and how this thing plays out. They've kind of made their bet in that respect to to see where they're going to be at the end of 2021 moving forward to 2022. No, uh, I agree with you there. Um you have to cover all bases with Drawn Taylor for sure. And now I get it. He didn't take the step that we thought it would take this past season, but uh, you still got to trust in him because, once again, a good quarterback can elevate the offensive line. So I agree with you. What about Ryan Kerrigan? Well, he just signed. Oh, did he really? Yeah, I missed, he I, I missed with, that uh, news. Uh, what did he sign with? Looking it up right now. Signed over the weekend. Oh, yeah, you're right. Eagles. I, I know that. It was with the Eagles. Eagles. Okay. Yeah, never mind. Scratch that idea. Um, That's all right. Though. I actually was surprised he was still out there. I know. I'm just like, Q's sudden shot of just, hey. Get bumpy? Get, get No, no. Just say Austin's got. I mean, well, the way I visualize it is, hey, Austin wants to meet with you real quick. Just give him five minutes. I walk in, collared shirt, tie, actually professional for once in my entire life. I'm with Mr. Khan. I'm going to have the Flex and Gate logo up there and be like, Get bumpy with Flex and Gate. Goodbye. And then I'm just going to walk out. I don't, I'm not going to say, yep, I'm not going to shake his hand. I'm just going to say, get bumpy with Flex and Gate, and then I'm walking out. This is like Callahan Auto Parts. Thank you very much. I mean, yep. it's sold. Yep. It's done. Oh, the, the, that classic scene where he's smashing the, the toy cars, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then comes the meat wagon. <laughs> Woo! Yep. <laughs> yep. You need bear claws, this kid. <laughs>
You ate paint chips as a kid. <laughs> it's the bear claws in this region here. <laughs> we'll be back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. And we will predict the winners of the PGA Championship as well. Austin Lane. I want you to put yourself in Leonard Fournette's shoes. Probably a little bigger shoes than you're rocking right now. Huh? Shocker, you're wearing sandals, and that's all good, though. Brent Martineau. Well, you are, you too. Are they're just like... <laughs> I mean, they're just like, look I like I might bands. as well be. I might as well be. <laughs> Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Um, Every day, everybody's bringing the energy. Um, from the kicker all the way to every position on the field, all the coaches, everybody's bringing the energy. Uh, I'm trying to, you know, you know, understand how the coaches are coaching and you know, just understand them, um, help them understand me or everyone else. Um, you know, get better, get better every day. That's the main goal, get better and, and, you know, stack these days, keep stacking them, man. That's how you become great. So I'm a big guy individually. Like I have a lot of individual things going on. So he basically, you know, um, get with you one-on-one, if not one-on-one, um, he talks to you, trying to understand what, what can you do and what can't you do or what's hurting you or what's not hurting you. Either way, either way it go, they're going to try to, you know, help you out and do what's best for you. That's LaVisca Chenault, Jags wide receiver, I think. Yeah, when you squat over 500 pounds as a wide receiver, you can refer to yourself as a big guy. I was thinking of this. Everybody talks about this, like, science and strength program sure. of Urban Meyer. Mm-hmm. Talk about, like, DJ Chark, mm-hmm. who put on some weight, mm-hmm. still fat, like, already seeing the impacts of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people that you talk to in the bill will say, yeah, man, a lot of people feel that way. Like, they can tell the difference. Yep. And I have no idea what that means. Uh, other than <laughs> so you walk around with a shirt on, the maybe time? You get get bumpy. I guess when you're that big, get bumpy. I guess but, when you're uh, that big, you can walk around with your shirt off. But that's one guy that doesn't need Urban Meyer's strength <laughs> and science program. Who's that? Oh, yeah, sir. <laughs> like, hey, I think he's good. I mean, like, I get you got a couple <laughs> injuries, okay. But in terms of the strength portion, yeah. I mean, if you want to do some mobility, make sure you're flexible, you don't get hurt, okay. Yeah. But the strength part, yes, yeah, sir. I think you're just check fine. the box. I think you're just fine. When when you're squatting more than defensive linemen, yeah, you're just fine, sir. We did stumble on a heck of a uh, oh, the the, wait a second, the whole Derrick Henry thing though that you showed. Me, oh yeah, of lifting weights. He was hey Derrick Henry, you kidding me? Yeah, Derrick Henry. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, Derrick Henry was squatting. Yeah. Let's see one. I can't keep uh, – he's moving too much. Stop, Derek. You know, the, the, there is a stop button on your I cell know. phone. One, okay. two, three, four, five, six. What looks to be six forty fives on each side. Okay. So that's 270 pounds on each side. That would be 540 pounds plus the bar would be 585 pounds. Yes. That's if that's if I'm accurate. Which, yeah, I think you are. Um, so that's 585 pounds. Now, he's doing this. Now, it – it's a box squat, right? Sometimes you can fall for more with a box squat. But this looks like a warm-up that he's doing it with. Yeah, he's kind of doing it rather easily. Like, he's he's, he's not on breathing. rep like number eight. He's not breathing hard with Nine, this. Thing. Ten. Get a little tougher. Eleven. I, I mean, I can do, right, like, air squats for ten, and it'll get a little tougher. <laughs> yeah. But he seriously is doing that squat where you hit your butt on the bench. Yeah. You know, you got to make sure no, you get. No, depth is good. Is that what's called a box squat? Box squat. That, that would be? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I don't give these things names. No, you're good. But. Uh, I understand you probably never squatted a day in your life. Oh, I just did squat, 100 squats today. I see you. I see you. With all the weights. I see you. But no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was killer. Uh, but uh, obviously, I mean, 
it shouldn't surprise you. The guy's an absolute freak of nature, but that's impressive. Like, I'm not good at this kind of stuff in terms of how much. Like, that yeah. looks like a lot. You, like, it is that 585 pounds is a lot. Correct. Do, Do you, you remember squatting? Ne- never squatted over, uh, never squatted 585 pounds. I mean, I, like I think it got 350? Four? Yeah, I think I got up to, I think I got 505. You know what, I, you know what my favorite I, exercise is? I got these long legs. What's up? In, uh, when, like in college, yeah. the, the one that you felt like, oh yeah, I'm moving a lot of weight. Sure. Just oh, the, old, the, the leg sled. The leg press. Yeah, the leg sled. The leg press. press. Yeah. You're like, yeah. You're like, ah, oh, yeah, there's all, all, all of a sudden your friends are jumping on. That's <laughs> yeah, some more weight. Right, no, you I'm can for push sure. the guys on there. For sure. I guess. See, like, I'm a stud. It, it is such an aggressive <laughs> exercise because literally, it, because it makes some noise too. It's like everyone in the gym's watching you. That's, you know, like, yeah, it's, you're right. That, that that is the most aggressive piece of exercise <laughs> equipment in the gym, bar yeah, that's none. That's true. The most impressive feat that I think I've seen in a weight room in the NFL that comes to the top of my mind. So I've talked about him before. Stephen Paya. Yes. Set the bench press record um, at the NFL Combine. I think he got like 225, 40 something. T- just ridiculous. Yeah. Right? And yeah, Big he, dude. Yeah. So he used to bench press, not with a normal ball, but like a bamboo bar. So he would have like 315 on a bamboo. And literally, like his whole, uh, his arms are, it's like he's doing like the Macarena. Like his arms are all over the place. But he's like trying to, he's lifting the heavy weight and then also balancing it. But the craziest thing that I saw him do was we had uh, a station where we had to do bear crawls with, like, dumbbells. Okay. Right? So I think I had, like, 55 pounds. And, like, you have to do, like, like it's like a bear crawl, but pick up the dumbbell. Yeah. Right? It might sound easy to people. It's super hard. There's nothing easy in the weight room, but, folks. No, exactly. But, like, there's coordination, obviously. It's almost like doing, like, a reverse curl, but you also have to pick it up. and you're like, It's just it's a very difficult exercise. I'm going to have the kids do it today. Yeah. And we had to do it for probably 20 yards. So I'm doing like 55s, and listen, this is like I'm trying to make the team. Like John Fox, I hope you're watching this because I'm almost crying. While I'm working. <laughs> like that, that's where I'm at right now yeah. in the springtime, right? Like take note. Uh, this is I'm taking this 100% seriously. 55 pounds. Stephen Pyatt comes out and puts 95 pounds on the ground and does it for 20 yards, and like it's nothing. Like like it's absolutely nothing. Just yeah, bare, bare crawling with 95 pounds. Makes no sense to me. It's unbelievable. And once again, I can't because it's hard to visualize. I get it. It's probably hard if you've never done it before. Take my word for it. Go try it. Yeah. Take 95-pound dumbbells and do a bear crawl for 20-something yards and don't stop. And and don't just, get hurt. Take 20-pound no, dumbbells. Yeah, just, just, It'll just, be hard enough just, for you, you know, people. Just do a bear crawl and just call it a day. Don't even, don't <laughs> yeah, even pick up the dumbbells. Don't even pick up the dumbbells. Yeah. The uh, that It is amazing how some people are like that much stronger, you yeah. know? But I, I do remember. I remember Gus Bradley telling me a story about. I think it was Phil Hansen. Mm-hmm. He said he. I, and now I'm putting names together, and I'm pretty sure it was Phil Hansen's story. Okay. But he said, like he grew up, I think, on a farm, mm-hmm. and so he would throw bales of hay. Of course. Right. Yeah. And so that's where country strong comes in. Without but a doubt. They really won that strong, like in the weight room. But he could throw bales of hay. I mean, he could throw guys out of the yeah. way yes, in the sir. NFL because yeah. that's that same motion, right? Who are you telling? I mean, why don't why you almost wonder why defensive or maybe you did like why don't they do that like out on the field like throw hay bales and yeah. stuff? Seriously, I mean, like sense. I mean, it is kind of like that motion. No, it right? is. It, it, it is to an extent. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not wrong. I mean, compared to some of the other things that we do, like the just the bench press, like yeah. why are our hands gonna be that wide? No, you're not wrong, Brent. Yeah, I wonder that sometimes. Maybe, maybe it's kind of like what I say there. in baseball now. It's like the I think the dumbest rule in baseball now is the soft toss. Yeah, like yeah, because you know, soft toss. What I'm talking no, about, no, like you no, kind of no, just, no, I get it, but the reason it just why, teaches technique, it reinforces like yeah, the swing, probably, right? Probably, but you never see a ball go that way. True in baseball. True, true. Right? true. No, you're you right. You never see a ball go 
Yeah. Like just so there. you would almost have to do inform them if you were to. But then yeah, you, the best get, way to do it obviously is overhand toss. Yeah, yeah. But the the reason why I think a lot of people do soft toss is because it's easy to do. You and I as teammates can go do it. Hey, yeah, it's very you economical. go over there, you do twenty of them, then yeah. I do twenty of them. Sure. That's again, I'm not saying it's like it doesn't accomplish anything, but yeah. I think like we all grew up doing it. And I don't know if it accomplishes a whole heck no, of a lot. No, you're, you're not wrong. But, <laughs> you know, that's crazy, though. It, it's crazy to think that, like, once again, Stephen Paya, probably the strongest dude I ever met. And he had an okay NFL career, but, like, he wasn't an all-pro, right? Like, it, it's amazing how that weight room strength doesn't necessarily correlate to having success on the field. Now, I'm sure Aaron Donald is a strong individual, yeah. you know? But, like, I, I play with a bunch of strong dudes in the weight room, yeah, yeah. and they get on the field, and it's like, I mean, that's okay. That's though. Yeah. A little bit of that sports, right? Yeah. Instincts matter. True. Knowledge matters. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, listen, skill set. You yeah. Know, of whatever position. Look you're at playing. look at Aaron Judge and then Otani. Like Otani's a big dude, but he's not Aaron Judge. No, no. You would think well, Aaron Judge has to be strong in the weight room. Probably yeah. is. But when it comes to hitting home runs, Otani does it just as well as Aaron Judge does right <laughs> yeah. now, at least. That's true. I mean, yeah. It all comes in all different shapes and sizes. Mm-hmm. But it does. It is a. Well, that's why I asked you a couple weeks ago. I remember we were talking when we were talking about DK Metcalf. It's like, could you find like could. Stephen Paya, mm-hmm. could he have gone to the Olympics in weightlifting? Or could he have or gone in the discus or, or yeah, shot yeah. put? Like, that was my question. I was like, I bet there are guys that if they, you know, you're still going to train. I'm not saying you can walk out there and go to Tokyo and compete and win a gold. I'm not <laughs> sure, saying sure. that. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, you probably have a skill set or a strength or a whatever mm-hmm. that fits that sport, too. True. And you could go do it. I, I believe it. A little surprised because in football, again, that's the one sport you really can't do it. And you can go to the Olympics and golf and baseball and basketball and yeah. all these other sports, but in football you can't. True. Uh, and never will. Mm-hmm. Although flag football in the Olympics someday would be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden, Marcel Robinson perks up a little bit. Yeah, that's yep. true. Yes, right. That's what I was laughing at. Oh, my at. gosh, he would. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. He thinks he can make it make now. It of the, make, what do you call it? Making of the team? Whoa. Uh, making of the program. Making of the program. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Marcel Robinson. <laughs> uh he genuinely, if you said that to him, he's like, oh, yeah, I'd make that team. Let's go. That's what he'd say. Let's get it. Uh, PGA Championship uh, tomorrow. Your your picks. I know you went deep on the research. Yes. Can't wait for it. I'm a doing favorite. it right now, actually. And, and a sleeper. Because <laughs> I forgot to. I uh, can't wait to look at the bio pictures <laughs> to determine a winner. That's what Austin does next on ESPN 690. <laughs> Energized, um, hungry, self-motivated. I guess um, I can I can keep going on and on, but great vibes. I can tell you that. I missed it. Dang. Was that sound we played? I mean, we're talking about getting in shape. Yeah. Because we're talking about getting core bumpy. talk. <laughs> getting bumpy, by the way, the new motto here at ESPN. <laughs> no, I'm giving the shot con. You can't you can't have it for this show. Nah, not- yeah. Until Shad signs off on it, it's ours. I already texted Tony Khan, so okay. it's, it's, it's in the process. Don't worry about we it. We all know who the muscle guy is. <laughs> That's, we ain't going to speak on that, though. <laughs> is he, I thought Shaq it was talking about me? <laughs> is Ty, Tyson Campbell's a big dude. Yeah, I think he is. Bigger than Shaq Griffin? Good call. I, if you got a name like Tyson, you better bring something to the table. <laughs> yeah, it's a little You're pressure on you. Kind of Debo. I mean, yeah. I mean, Debo number one. Okay, got it. Tyson's a close second. You I better know, bring I, something. I would say the Griffin. Tyson out of the wild, big dude. I'd say Griffin has a little more. My guess is that he has more muscle to him. Okay. Maybe based just on the fact these that he's are, five, are, six years older. These are bold accusations. Okay. okay. You know. Okay. 
These are bold accusations, though, Brent. Yeah, uh, that careful. was Chenault, by the way. Oh, that was Chenault. <laughs> <laughs> that was Chenault talking about the most. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's got some of those. Uh, Leon Jacobs, too, by the way. I mean, you, you, you're talking about team, uh, like, f- yeah. first team all bumpy? Yes. Leon Jacobs. Get bumped. So basically what I'm envisioning is us us three uh, on our this logo with our the shirts bumpy off. Awards. Get bumpy ESPN 6. I mean, we, we have to do the, the bumpy awards now. Yeah. And, and, and as part of the Bumpy Awards, it's like Peter King when he channeled every single training camp. we got to go every single training camp and find the biggest dude and then give him the Bumpy Award. That's good. There you go. That's good. The Bumpy Awards. We're on to something. I like when we produce the show on air. Of course. Big fan. Well, it takes the fans behind the scenes. It does. People love, you know, You're part transparency. Of it. Any suggestions, folks? We're, we're kind of like the Urban Myers of sports radio. Where we, we're, hey, we'll tell you what we're doing. We'll That's tell you right. what's going on. We're not going to hide anything yeah, you guys. we got nothing to hide. Nobody's yeah, going to do it we'll, better. We'll, we'll sign Tebow eventually. Maybe we'll get Trevor Lawrence on the show eventually. <laughs> Maybe we got Gardner Minshew, but it's like, not a big deal. I feel like there's a way to get the uh, the bridge from JTB going towards like the beach. You know how it's really bumpy, bumpy. once you go over? Yep. we got to get that involved somehow. Okay. That's good. Okay. I like that. We're working on this. My logo. son loves that, by the way. <laughs> he does? Oh, he lives for it. Like, hey, Dad, could we go back and do it again? Yeah, no, bridge. not really. It is kind of fun, huh? It's, hey, you get Pure the butterflies kid. going. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I enjoy it. <laughs> it's not, not when you're drinking something, though. It gets a little messy. thought you were going to go in a different direction, but yes, not when you're drinking something. Yeah. <laughs> drinking apple juice yes, or no, the, soda yes, or yeah, coffee. Yeah. In the passenger seat. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you can drink while you're not. Okay, never mind. Yep. Uh, PGA Championship starts tomorrow. Yep. I know Austin will be tuned in. You know, locked in. Now, what, but what time is that again, Brent? Because I was checking my local listings, but I got mixed up because the NBA playoff, you know. Yeah, it's, it's like just, 8 in the morning coverage they, yep, begins. There it is. On ESPN, ESPN Plus. ESPN Plus. Same See? place you can find a USC. See? They, oh, don't compare them. Don't, don't compare them. But, yeah, I, I got it. ESPN Plus. Hey, I have this. Who has the most obscure winners of the majors? Like, I would say the Masters is pretty, like, you know, you're going to get big names. It's a yeah, small yeah. field. Yeah. I think the PGA Championship might. Really? Yeah, because you get, you get like. Uh, oh, there, there, there's some interesting faces here. I'm looking on like the the, the field because I'm doing my research, my reconnaissance right now. Well, there's I'm, a lot of faces I don't recognize. Well, let me like listen. You have Brooks Koepka, Colin Morikawa is a young star, right? Mm-hmm. Jason Day, Rory McIlroy. Those guys have won it. Tigers won it a bunch. But you also in the last 20 years have had Jimmy Walker win it. Mm-hmm. Ye Yang win it. Mm-hmm. Keegan Bradley, who who has had moments, but still, he's not like a major, you know, he doesn't win majors left and right. Sean McKeel won it. Rich Beam won it. Steve Elkington and Mark Brooks won it. I'm not asking, like, did you ever hear of these guys? You, If you're a golf fan, you've heard of them. But still, they're not, like, studs of the golf world. Yeah. I kind of wonder if major, if PGA Championship has the most obscure winners. Overall, British Open might have this, too, and I think in part because sometimes the Europeans that will win, they're not household names Yeah. if you go back some 20, 30, 40 years to us, like to the, to the golf. Well, fans. and you think the Europeans have the advantage of the British Open, obviously. Yeah, right? it's a different style yeah. of golf sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, who are you going with on their, your picture contest? Uh, is it, we're doing it right now? Yeah. All right. Well, we're running out of time on the show. Okay. So, you know, for the criteria this year, and obviously I was doing my research, my due diligence the past three or four minutes here. And Brent, <laughs> where's the where's the championship taking place again? Kiowa Island, South I can, Carolina. I can't pronounce that. Kiowa? Kiowa. 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 Yeah. Kiowa probably Island. Some, it's probably similar to something you put in your shake every day. Kiowa. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it sounds like quinoa, but, yeah, but, but it's quinoa. Quinoa. Okay, that's good. Quinoa, but it's, there's a K now with the Q. True. K I. And then a K I A. You spell that W A H. Really? Kiowa. You sure? Pretty sure. All right. I told maybe, you I was citywide spelling bee second. I see him. Second place. Hey, you, silver golf medal. Expert good. Brent Marno. Anyways, so since it's in Kiowa Island, pretty close by to Charleston, South Carolina. Very I've close. been to Charleston, uh, home of the Chanticleers, right? No. no? Is that Myrtle? That's Myrtle Beach. You're thinking Coastal Carolina. And that's Myrtle Beach. That's Myrtle Beach. Well, whatever, man. It's close enough. So I'm picking guys that look like they would be on a spring break, even though they're like 40-something years old, and they're like the creepy guy you would see in college at a spring break. So I'm taking this dude, Cameron Smith, because he, hey, he lives he, in Jacksonville. Does he really? He's from Australia, but he lives in Jacksonville. All right. Uh, oh, mate. So, yeah, I'm taking Cameron Smith, and then I guess that's kind of an underdog, isn't it? Brent, right? Is that underdog? Yeah, that'd be underdog. And then I'm taking this guy who looks like he listens to Pitbull in his minivan, and he just got fired from his rent-a-car job. I'm taking Derek Holmes, because look at Derek Holmes right now. I mean, come on, dude. Come on, hey. Get him. Get, get the guy a better picture. So Derek Holmes. Get the guy a better picture next time. Do, do you know Derek Holmes is? Is that a household name? I know. I don't. So, may, I don't know. Maybe you won a contest. Derek yeah, there, Holmes are some, it. there are some people in this field that, uh, and some of them, because they, they actually are PGA professional golfers, but sure, not sure. on the tour all the time. That's yeah. the nature of this tournament. Um, uh, long shot. Can I go with Ricky Fowler? <laughs> uh, I, I, I would like a long shot uh, to be like Joel Dahman. Joel Dahman. Somebody, he wears the hat, I believe. Okay. I like the bucket hat. Okay. Um, I, I like the bucket hat. That's very spring breakish. Yeah. It's pretty good. And he, I'm going to try one more time with Tony Fee now to win it all. Okay. Tony Maybe he can do it. Who's? Eh, doesn't matter. The show's over, Coos. We'll see you tomorrow. ESPN <laughs> 690. Jumbo Shrimp tonight. You're on ESPN 690 as well. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 